This episode will contain swear words said in an extremely strong Boston accent. Please be advised. Yeah, you wicked bunch of fucking losers. <laughs> Hello and welcome to an episode of Internet Explorer, a podcast by BuzzFeed. I'm Ryan Broderick. Hello, I'm Katie Natopoulos. Hi, Katie. How are you today? I'm good, Ryan. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. I'm really jet lagged. I just got back from a trip to the BuzzFeed Brazil office. And boy, are your arms tired. Boy, are my arms tired from flying. Oh, no, I was just thinking like from, you know, carpal tunnel from so much blogging. Oh, also, like I'm a <laughs> huge fan of uh, getting down with my bad self in airplane bathrooms. So, um... <laughs> <laughs> You know what's keeping me going? You know what's getting me through the day? What's getting you through the day, Ryan, other than, you know, meth? Your usual <laughs> steady diet of meth. My, my just constant crystal meth use, but also <laughs> thinking about a certain viral video. Oh, you know, that's been getting me through a lot of days, through a lot of real hard days. Viral content is what keeps me going. You know? <laughs> but yeah, so do you know what viral video I'm alluding to, Katie? I know what viral video you're alluding to. I feel like, Ryan, this was the video that you and I, that was meant for, to bring you and I together. We've been waiting for this. We're talking about a viral video starring a man named Michael Bergen from Malden, Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. And Katie, walk me through this video because I think you're the expert. You, you've broken it down pretty good. So, you know, like a boat. So this guy's <laughs> on a <laughs> He's out in the water. Sailing around, it's the end of summer, it's like late September, it's a beautiful Sunday. Also, Biggie Smalls' Juicy is softly playing in the background. (laughs) Don't you wish you were on that boat with him? I was. Like, the idea of just being on a fun boat, fishing with your buddy, your buddy fucking Jay, and all of a sudden they come across an unusual fish. It's a baby fucking wheel, man! Holy shit, we are witnessing a baby fucking wheel right here, dude! What it actually is, is an ocean sunfish, also known as a common mola. Holy shit, look at this fucking thing! It looks kind of oh like a manta ray, God, like it's like very flat. That, it's it was it's probably sunbathing, it was just chilling. Dude, I guess sunfish sunbathe? I don't know Whoa, what- is I, that why they're called sunfish? I have no idea. I don't know Me anything neither. about fish. I have literally no idea. But what I do know is that this video, it took just like everyone, everyone I think just collectively gasped at like yeah. this man's accent. You and I are both from Massachusetts. And so you sent it to me, you saw it on Facebook, and I was like, this is amazing. <laughs> and then I was like, I don't know if anyone will care about this because it's only really funny if you're like, this is a great Boston accent. Like oh, this, it's... But mm. turns mm. out like this is completely universal and the entire world loves it. And hearing a man like freak <laughs> out about a fucking baby wheel. <laughs> a baby wheel, dude. It's fucking humongous, guy. You know what I appreciated about this as well is like a thing what? that drives me nuts in movies where um, actors do Boston accents who don't actually have Boston accents is like a Boston accent is so terrible in so many different nuanced levels and ways that people don't know. People think it's just about like pack your car, but right. it's also about calling saying the word whale as wheel. You know, wheel. like. There are so many weird levels to how terrible it is that, like, unless you're from there and you, like, have heard it a lot, like, do you really get it? So, yeah, unlike Michael Bergen of Malden, Massachusetts, who might have 
the best Boston accent of all time. Mm-hmm. We're going to end this segment with the worst Boston accent of all time, which is Julianne Moore in 30 Rock, who literally sounds like she was kicked in the head by a horse. You know, you're not from here anymore. You know, down in New York, people are like, let's get divorced. You marry the butler and I'll be a gay optimum. It's different <laughs> here. Um, so tell me about Brazil. How was it? Uh, Brazil was crazy. Brazil is... Typically, when I go to different countries uh, and I do like a segment there, I ask people in that country, what's a weird thing that Americans do on the Internet that you, you, know, you can't stand or something? But with Brazil, that question doesn't really apply because Brazilians are the first to admit that what, like, they are so much more insane on the Internet. <laughs> and in, in fact, they even have like a term for it. And I'm going to butcher the, the pronunciation of this. But um, zoeira is a Portuguese term, which basically means like an unending taking of the piss about like everything. <laughs> so it's like how they refer to like how memes grow. And it was just really fascinating to sit there and watch a meme happen like every day, three or four times a day. Like live news footage would get on Twitter and all of a sudden it would turn into like a techno remix of a woman doing an interview on the news or something. You know, it's just constant memes. It's meme overload. <laughs> it is insane. And I wish I could read Portuguese because it just seems like they're having so much fun. And so uh, I sat down with the members of BuzzFeed Brazil, um, who are lovely people and definitely were so nice to put up with me, you know, basically being a giant drunken toddler for two weeks there. For for two weeks? That's your life. That's your entire life, Ryan. Yeah, that's true. Um, (laughs) So I asked them, what is their favorite Brazilian meme? And if they could describe it, uh, which I didn't really think about this going into it, but describing how a meme works is like really hard. Yeah. Um, It's really tricky. And it's probably even trickier when English is your second language, so I apologize. My favorite meme is Billy the dog. He's a poodle. And there's a new baby in the house, and he just spends like two minutes trying to jump in the bed to see the baby. And he never managed to it. And then a couple like weeks later, they posted a new video, and he's still like three minutes trying, and he never reaches. It happened when a TV channel went to a house on Tabaté, the city, to uh, report an interesting case of a pregnant woman that was expecting four babies. And then they discovered that it was fake. It was a pilot's ball inside of her dress. And then it's clearly a ball. Uh, in, uh, in any case, it's not a bad. It's clearly a ball. So. We love this meme right here. Uh, my favorite meme is Glitter. There is a Brazilian drag queen race, just like RuPaul's Drag Race, but really, really, really low budget. They do a lot of these like catchphrases that are really super funny. Wow, what's your favorite catchphrase in Portuguese? Oh my God. Uh, a senhora destruidora mesmo. And, and what does that mean? That means that you're really badass, you're really, really killing it. Uh, this meme it's called Vanessa, which is Big Vanessa, and she destroyed the motorcycle of a man who hired her for a blowjob. But he does not pay, and they are in, in the police station explaining this. And she say like, it's 20 reais, the blowjob. So you can see Captain America, 
side by side with Popeye, side by side with Fofão, that used to be a, a really popular clown in Brazil in the 80s. So, so just to paint this picture, it's a little train you ride around a small Brazilian town while mascots dance next to it. Yeah, exactly. They hop on the train and they get out the train and they dance in the streets <laughs> while really popular musics uh, play. Okay, so we're going to play it and everyone listening, just envision a bunch of Brazilian mascots dancing next to a small train while you listen to Litsomania by Phoenix. While I was there, I also met this guy named Thiago. Uh, he's a friend of Manu, the main editor for BuzzFeed Brazil, and she introduced me to him, and she had told me his story a couple months before I came down, and it's a, this amazing story where he and his friends started essentially subtweeting each other on Twitter one day, and it slowly grew into a massive meme that then got used by a pop star to turn into a pop song, which has now been listened to like something like 13 million times on YouTube. Oh my God. Okay. Because of the way it worked, no one ever was like, hey, dude, do you want credit for this? It just became a part of culture, and he watched that play out. So I, I heard that you have a, a personal story about being touched by a Brazilian meme. You basically inspired a Brazilian meme, right? Well, I don't know. I, I think. So take us I, back. The, the, what, when's the year? When, when was that's it? That's like 2012 or 2013, something like that. Okay. So I have this friend and we have, um, we're good friends, but we kind of like to fight on the internet. Okay. So what's his name? His name is Hena. So, and we're also really obsessed with a TV show called Alias with Jennifer Garner. I'm familiar. And we called ourselves uh, rivals or enemies. Sure. We did this on Facebook as well, like posting pictures of famous fictional characters who had enemies. Right. We, we did this a lot. And uh, everybody who, who, who followed us both knew what was going on. Okay. But then we started to actually just refer to each other as just... The enemy. The enemy. The, my enemy. Mi enemiga. Mi enemiga. Okay. So that's when, it, that's when it got big because we were talking, we were just subtweeting. Okay. And people just thought we were just memeing. We were just making a random joke about a fictional enemy. Oh, so like it, got, it went on for so long that people forgot that you guys were talking about yeah. each other. Yeah. Oh, that's really oh, funny. Or but. people didn't even know we were talking about each other. Okay. So they, people started doing that on their own. Wow. People doing that. Okay. Just, oh, so now people are doing this this thing where they have enemies. So let's do this. I'm going to do this too. How does a Twitter subtweet trend spread to a pop song? I think there's a, there's a trend here in Brazil that it's uh, about, uh, I don't know how that works in other countries, but it's girls talking about other girls who envy them. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, we do like a similar thing where it's like, um, like, you know, my haters are just jealous. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, 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 yeah. It became, well, it, first of all, it became something, it started with gay people, I guess. Okay. Well, the gay, the gay people, gay, my gay friends and everybody started just repeating that all the time, every day. And it spread it. It's just spread it. So do people know that like it kind of started with you? No. So who was the singer that like made the Amigas? It's uh, Valesca Popozuda. 
Desejo a todas inimigas vida longa Pra que elas vejam cada dia mais nossa She comes from, from Rio, from Rio de Janeiro okay. And she sings uh, what people call carioca funk There's nothing to do with American funk There's nothing to do with James Brown It's completely different, but people call it funk, I don't know why Well, everybody who thinks they're too smart They just like hate Brazilian funk. Oh, so hipsters don't listen to hipsters Brazilian Hipsters don't. They listen to ironically. Oh, okay. So. I looked it up. It's 32 million plays on YouTube. Yeah. So that's like. She owes you probably some money. Well, look, it's just fine. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm not gonna charge her. If you want to follow you on Twitter, what's your username? My username is Orapoa. Okay, and can it's they expect... curse words. Wait, what's the curse word mean? <laughs> um, well, I don't know how to explain that. It means something... The tone is something like, holy shit. But, it's, but the word means something like a little heavier than that. Heavy, so Hev it's dirtier than that. Dirtier than shit. Yeah. But is it poop related? It's not. Oh, so it's like... It's penis related. It's like, holy dick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Something like so, that. So thank you for sitting down and explaining Brazilian memes to us. Oh, thank you for having me here. Um, and please let us know if you ever set off another national trend again. We, I'll let you know. I'll have a you fly <laughs> me back down. So Ryan, one of the weirdest things that you came back with, or I guess it kind of happened <laughs> while you were there... Was you discovered that there is this um, Brazilian internet joke claiming that Avril Lavigne, the pop punk singer, is actually dead and has been replaced with an actress? Yes. And it was maybe my favorite thing that happened while I was there. Uh, last, uh, last Wednesday, I want to say, I tweeted about my discovery of a blog spot in Brazil called... <laughs> Avril Este Morta, which <laughs> essentially translates to Avril is dead. When you look at it, it's just a collection of photos of Avril Lavigne with like circles on her nose and eyes and arrows pointing at stuff and claiming that in 2003, Avril Lavigne committed suicide. Never explains why, just that she committed suicide and was replaced with an actress who is now trying to tell people about this via her lyrics. Uh, and I forgot about it until last Friday when apparently American internet uh, just used that, like the tweets I was doing, to spread it without really looking into it. And I feel really weird about how I basically jump-started a death hoax for Avril Lavigne. Well, I saw when you tweeted it, it was – I remember like your tweet – like. I this is like really weird to talk about now. Your tweet like had a lot of retweets, um, but I could tell that like people were really excited by this link, and you like linked to the blog and stuff. And I think that you know other websites saw this and were like, "Oh, this is a funny, like a cool story." The idea of like celebrities secretly being dead and having been replaced by other people is like there's a whole conspiracy theory world out there about it that like right. they think all these different celebrities have been like replaced at various times. So the the girl who runs this blog, she has a bunch of other blogs for other celebrities. Mm -hmm. She's done it with Selena Gomez. She's done it with a bunch of Brazilian singers. Uh, the original like dead celebrity replacement theory, I I believe was started with Paul McCartney. Yeah, it's the Paul yeah. is dead uh, conspiracy. Yeah. yeah, and like all these pictures, they look slightly different. Like he grew the beard. 
Right. So I, I got it in on Friday, and I, like, jumped on Twitter, and all of a sudden I started seeing, like, Avril Lavigne may have been dead and replaced with an actress on stuff like Paper Mag, uh, Noisy, which is Vice's music site, a bunch of Gawker sites picked it up, too, and I don't think any of them had anyone look at it in Portuguese. So the, the kind of huge joke about all of this is that the first line of this blog explains that the author made it and all the other dead celebrity sites that she's built basically as a social experiment to trick people (laughs) and to make it obvious how easy it is to start something like this. And if you read more of it, not only was Avril Lavigne... (laughs) Not not only was Avril Lavigne, like, killed or died secretly and was replaced by an actress, if you read it through it more, the actress who replaced her, um, due to, like, Brazilian magic, can't age. Like... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so like there's a whole there's like a whole magical element that like is also involved uh, in needing to believe that this theory is real. It, it made me start to think about how all you need is like one step of translation mm-hmm. to go wrong and just have some weird thing just go viral on the internet. It made me wonder how often this sort of thing happens in the opposite direction. Like mm. a misunderstood English article gets put in a different country's Facebook network and just goes rampant. You know, I think that a lot of these, uh, the American articles that were written about it, were not presenting this as fact. They were not no. saying, I mean, it's we, true we found she the proof that Avril is actually dead. They were saying sort of like, there's Brazilian people who believe this is true. Although, right. you know, it turns out that no one in Brazil actually believes that's true. It was all a hoax to begin with. So right. the news value is that there's anyone who believes it, which turns out is not actually true. But I will say that I was very grateful to these posts. One of them had um, had a couple videos. And uh, <laughs> one of them was, I think, that to explain why Avril killed herself, according to the, the fake theory, is that um, her grandfather died and she was very depressed and she oh. killed herself. And they have this video of her from sort of some interview and then a concert where she was like, um, I was really sad that my grandfather died and I had like I found out just a couple hours before I had to go on stage and I knew I could like I couldn't cancel the show so like and then they show her going on stage and she's like singing some songs she's like this goes out to you grandpa and it's like really a beautiful song and I was listening to this and like I'm like not an Avril Lavigne fan but I was like really touched as I was listening to this beautiful song and she's sort of like crying while she's singing it like it's very like emotional and I really enjoyed listening to that video so I was frankly very happy I would have never had you know seen this video of this beautiful emotional Avril Lavigne (laughs) performance (laughs) it's great I highly recommend it to anyone I just want to say that this show tonight goes out to my grandpa who passed away today. Isn't that beautiful? Like, don't don't you feel like your heart is outside your body on the table right now? That's how I feel. I feel that way every time I hear Avril Lavigne because I love her. You're are you you're like an Avril Lavigne like fan, right? Aren't you? Okay, so before the, uh, I I want to uh, okay, so you are you are. So the last the last piece of this is I think the most interesting, which is that Brazil and Avril Lavigne have a very <laughs> like there seems to be a very weird relationship between Avril Lavigne and Brazil because if you remember, do you remember the Avril Lavigne meet and greet from 2014? Oh, the one where she's like hover, she like won't touch anyone. That was in Brazil. 
Okay. If you're not familiar with this meet and greet, basically, Avril Lavigne went to Brazil and made people pay $400, which is a lot of fucking money to meet a celebrity. And then the photos that came out of it are her very creeped, like visibly creeped out, won't touch anybody, and it is just an incredibly awkward photo shoot. You yeah. should definitely check it out. Well, to be fair to her, like doing these meet and greets is not unusual. A lot of pop stars do them, like Taylor Swift, Katy Perry all do, do them, right. but like the pictures, they, you know, they'll be sort of like their arm around the kid, the fans, like sort of hugging, you know, like looking really excited, trying to give them their money's worth, but Avril looks like she's just having a bad day and she's not having it. Maybe they're right. Maybe actress Avril doesn't want to touch them because um, she has anti-aging Brazilian magic and uh, is secretly, you know. Maybe she's actually saving them because she doesn't want to transfer her, like, curse of longevity. Because, you know, Uh, she's like, all the people I love are going to grow old and die around me. You don't want this. You wouldn't want to be cursed with everlasting life. You know, she's like the tuck everlasting person who's like, don't. Drink from yep. the spring water. I don't remember if that's actually what happens in the book. I think that's I think that's what happens. He drinks I from the water so. and then he can't die. So this Avril thing reminds me of one of my all-time favorite celebrity death or quasi-death uh, hoaxes, which is the Andrew W.K. slash Steve Mike's hoax, where the premise is that Andrew W.K. got sick of being Andrew W.K. and passed on the persona to a guy named Steve Mike. And now the, <laughs> the person that we see today as Andrew W.K. is actually this guy, Steve Mike, and the real Andrew W.K. is like in retirement. Right. And we've talked about this before because I met him at a Warp Tour in 2010, and I asked him if there's more than one Andrew W.K. Because the way I had heard it was that not only was Andrew W.K. replaced, that then there were other Andrew WKs like in a fight club type scenario that were just <laughs> popping up. So I asked him, I said, is there more than one NGWK? And he said, he, he just looked at me in the eyes and he said, I love being NGWK. <laughs> so wow. that is a, that is a neither confirm nor deny that there's more than one NGWK. Just like I tweeted at Avril Lavigne and I said, you know, I'm sorry that I made everyone maybe think that people think that you are dead and replaced an actress. And she didn't respond to me, which means I don't have the authority as a journalist to say that there is not a doubt in my mind that there's only one Avril Lavigne. There could be an immortal actress playing Avril Lavigne who doesn't want to touch Brazilian people. Why not? And, you know, if if if, if this doppelganger Avril Lavigne doesn't like Brazilian people and doesn't age and is secretly putting messages in her songs, you know, I, I don't know. I don't, have, I don't have an official statement on that. Somebody Ryan, I'm so glad that you're back, and I'm glad that we got to spend our special podcasting time together. (laughs) I'm happy to be home, too. In my mind, you're an all-star. Speaking of which, the music (laughs) you're listening to right now is the first ever, I mean, musical guest for for BuzzFeed's Internet Explorer. His name is Seth Boyer, and I reached out to him because I love this song so much. It is a six-minute piano version (laughs) of Smash Mouth's All-Star, and it is honestly one of the funniest things I've ever heard in my life. Uh, So I forced our producer, Julia, to let me have it play over the end of our episode. I want to thank Julia Furlan because she's my All-Star. And I want to thank Jenna Weiss-Berman, who is my rock star. And I want to thank Meg Kramer. Who gets her game on. Who gets her game on. <laughs> and I want to thank 
Eleanor Kagan, who always knows when it's time to go play. So <laughs> just remember, listeners, that not all that glitters is gold. <laughs> and ogres have layers like onions. Yeah. Shrekky like. <laughs> hey now, you're an all-star. It's a game on. Oh, yeah. Right. Oh, you're look at you. You're so unusual tossing her a boat. She's like literally one of the most beautiful women on earth. And you're like, I mean, frankly, I guess I might if I was really drunk or something. You you know what? Go back to your little 22 year old hole. Newsflash, man finds famous woman attractive. Yeah, you're like, I guess. I mean, maybe like, I don't know. She's kind of like, oh, she's a little old for me. But Katie, Katie, seriously, gun to my head. I would. I'm just saying, like, you know, like, if I was asked... You, you know, should like, be so lucky as to be in a situation where someone is holding you hostage and they're like, fuck Julianne Moore or you're gonna, <laughs> I'm going to kill you. Like, could you imagine the luck of that? <laughs> what, what, I mean, the, right, that's, that just for the record. These are not, like, equal options. 